Welcome to Winning Is Not Everything, where we bring sanity back to youth sports by focusing on character development, effort, and sportsmanship, not rankings and trophies. I'm your host, Sean Jensen, former NFL reporter, children's book author, and youth sports coach. Whenever his soccer career ends, Ellington Andrews might have a future in politics. Find out why in part three of my conversation with him. TeamSnap is the presenting sponsor of the Winning Is Not Everything podcast. As you start thinking about your spring sports season, the TeamSnap app can help you spend more time focusing on coaching and less time worrying about the team management side of things. Even in this preseason time, coaches can use the app to start building relationships with players and parents through the messaging features. Plus, once your spring schedule's ready, put it on the app for parents to easily sync to their calendars. Download the TeamSnap app in your mobile app store or visit teamsnap.com slash winning for more information. If any of my old Mount Vernon classmates are listening, I'm sure they would agree with this statement. Diplomacy was not a strength of mine as a young man. But it sure is for Ellington Andrews because he describes a massive problem in youth sports with the diplomacy of a seasoned politician. He referred to a group of parents as, quote unquote, a little extra, end quote. Listen to our third and final part with Ellington Andrews to get the full picture and glean the wisdom of his perspective. Let's jump in. I would imagine on your team that there's a bunch of other players who also have ambitions to play uh, at higher levels. How do you balance that, you know, with not competing against like your teammates and things and, and being a team and uh, making sure that you're doing the things that's good for your team, but also reflects well on you? Yeah, yeah, that's that's a great question. So, you know, I just think that when you when you play well as a team, that definitely attracts more colleges. So when you win, for example, if you have a team that wins a lot, there's, of course, going to be more college coaches at your games just because if you're winning, you're a good team. If you're a good team, there's good players. So if there's good players, there's most likely going to be more college teams. And I just think when you play more as a team, you're just a better team in general. Like you could always tell when you watch these games, when there's like a lot of individual selfish players. Like you can really see it. So there's not, especially in soccer. I mean, you can't have a 1v11, then, you know, you're never going to win. So I just think not being selfish, but knowing like knowing how to balance it, really. Mm. Just that's a big thing. Just knowing how to balance playing for yourself and then playing for the team. But I just think playing together and like becoming a family is just a big thing that helps everything when you're playing for a team. Obviously, you're not through your process yet, but you're you're very far along this recruiting journey already. What would you tell younger players who have ambitions to play in college and potentially the pros? Yeah, um, I would definitely just tell them to enjoy the process just because it, it moves fast. Like I can still remember when I was last summer when it first started and that felt like two minutes ago. So I would definitely tell them not to, you know, not to stress too much about it, even though it's definitely very stressful. Just I would tell them to just, you know, worry about playing their game. You know, when you play your best and when you are playing well, if you're at the right team and right level, then, you know, these coaches are, you know, you don't want to wait for them to come find you. But, you know, they will find you, of course. But, you know, that's the main thing I would tell them to just 
keep on developing themselves. And one thing definitely I'll tell them is like, even if if you're early in the recruitment process and you you have a bad call or you have a, a bad game, not to, you know, get down on themselves, just because especially in soccer, confidence is such a big thing. So just a loss of confidence can really affect how you play in general. So I would just say keep your confidence high and confidence is the main thing I would say. Ellington, I know you're on social media. What is your sort of advice to other young athletes about social media and how to utilize it? Yeah, so social media has always been a thing that my dad's pushed for me. So my dad runs my Twitter account, which is that's like all soccer is my Twitter account. You know, I run Mm -hmm. all my other accounts, you know, Instagram and all that. But I would just say definitely utilize your social media accounts, you know, post pictures of you and the videos on your Instagram and Twitter of just, you know, you playing the sport, you know, college coaches, especially nowadays are definitely more on Instagram and Twitter. Now they definitely look at the type of stuff like, you know, coaches text me on Twitter, even Instagram sometimes, which is definitely different. I'm not used to having a coach DM me on Instagram. So just utilizing that, my dad has always pushed me to, you know, post more pictures on your Instagram, you know, so coaches can see you. But it's, you know, I definitely see where he's coming from now just because everybody is on social media now now that phones are even the my grandma my grandpa have instagram what have you appreciated about your parents involvement in your journey and ambitions yeah so i my appreciate my parents a lot i I don't think i well i don't think i know i wouldn't be where i am now without my mom and my dad they're just pushing me to, because they always knew that I could be something, even from when I was a kid. I don't, I don't know how, you know, maybe just parent thing, but they just always kind of said that, you know, you're going to be a college athlete, you're going to be pro someday. It's just kind of them pushing me, is, you know, them seeing my potential all the time, you know, being my number one cheerleaders on the side, always telling me the real stuff as well, not just telling me the positive things. So if I have a war game, you know, they'll tell me and then they'll help me improve on it as well. And then, you know, just always getting me the gear that I need to be a top athlete. You know, I just definitely wouldn't be where I am without them just pushing me to be the best, you know, player and student that I am. Because they've always pushed a lot on academics and, you know, telling me that, you know, me having this high GPA is what's helping me get recruited by these top schools because they want good students, which is a thing that my parents have always pushed since I was a little kid. It seems now a lot of young people are more talking about mental health, certainly more than when I was a young person and your dad was a young person. But how do you feel just with your friends and your teammates and just, you know, peers at school? Like, do you think that people in general are in a good place mentally right now? I really, I mean, I think it depends on the person really, just because a lot of people are going to have different mental health or any everybody's going to have different opinions on mental health but I definitely think that especially in high school that a lot of high schoolers especially high school athletes have mental health things going on just because school is a lot once you get to that junior year level then the work starts picking up a lot especially when you're like a very high level athlete as well it's just the pressure it's just a lot of pressure is a a good word for it there's a lot of pressure on you to like how do you deal with that pressure Ellington yeah, that's, that's a great question. You know, I deal with the pressure really by, I kind of just go through the motions 
really. I don't try to think too much about it. So I always, you know, I'm always school first. So I think a big thing, I think, is having good relationship with your parents, coaches as well, having people to talk to. So, you know, if you ever just need my parents are ever just just doing too much with talking about school a lot. And then I'm behind if I'm behind in school and they're telling me about school and constantly reminding me having a good relationship with them, I'll be able to tell I can tell them like, hey, you know, dad, can you lay back a little bit just so that I can focus and really just do my thing a little bit, just having good relationships. And my dad can be able to, you know, be like, yeah, you know, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that. And then just having a good relationship with your coach, you know, being able to tell him, you know, like, Hey coach, you know, I'm not doing the best right now in school. Can I, you know, take a couple of days off training where I can just get caught up in school? Hmm. You know, just something like that. Having a good relationship with your teachers as well is just a big thing. Being open about it, not just holding all your feelings to yourself. I think that's really yeah. important, not holding them to yourself. That's really, really wise for what you just said there. I think that's good that you communicate those things to somebody, you know, that you trust. So Ellington, final two questions that I always ask every guest. What would be your message to youth sports parents out there? Yeah, that's that's a great question. You know, youth sports parents, if I had to say one thing, I would just say let your children play, especially for my team when I was younger. So this is when I was in Maryland. When I was in Maryland, my my team's parents were definitely, you know, a little extra. They were over the top a little bit. But, you know, it was just having that, you know, pressure on you as a kid is it great for your development. You know, if you have parents on the sidelines screaming at you, it can help some parents, some kids. But for most kids, that's just not very helpful. Just letting them play and letting them find the love for the game. Once they get to that age where they can handle the screaming and handle the criticism is when you as a parent and as other coaches start to, you know, pick it up. But I think as youth parents, you know, minimize the criticism, the harsh criticism and the coaching on the sidelines is one thing that I would say let the coach do the coaching, you know, if you're going to shout things out, just like, you know, good jobs, you know, good pass, constructive things. Yeah. Instead of telling the kids to shoot or pass or dribble or... That's a big one. Yeah. You know, just telling yeah. them when parents tell the kids to pass to pass to my son, pass to my daughter. That's just one thing. That's a pet peeve of mine when I'm like watching my younger sister play. And when parents are like screaming at their kids to do things, I'm like, ah, stop that. Yeah. Love it. Last question for you. What would be your message to the young footballers out there who look up to you and watch you play in, in some of your big matches and, and think that you're a great player? What, what would you tell them? Yeah, I, I would just tell them to believe in themselves and just continue to keep enjoying the game. Don't really worry about too much about what people think of you because you're, you know, of course, going to change. You know, when I think back to my freshman year and my even my eighth grade year, when I first moved to North Carolina and I think of how much I changed since then, just always, you know, just keep believing in yourself. Always. My mom always says this to me, just bet on yourself. Don't let other people's opinions, you know, throw you off of your game. Just do what you know that you can do, really, and just continue to just be your best, really. I would say it sounds kind of generic, but that's yeah. just the best thing I would say. That's great. Well, Ellington, I had so much fun talking to you. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. It's been great. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Winning Is Not Everything. Please make sure to like the podcast and subscribe to the podcast so you can immediately get the latest episode. Also, I've launched a new newsletter, The Youth Sports Sanctuary, which aims to provide a safe space to ask questions and engage in discussions on the important challenges and issues in youth sports. 
Before I close though, my presenting sponsor Team Snap and I are thrilled to present our Coach of the Month. We want to shine the spotlight on coaches and youth sports who are making a positive impact on young student athletes. And we want to recognize Dante Prevet, who leads the planning and execution of coach education initiatives for the Philadelphia Youth Sports Collaborative. Among many other roles, Dante is the creator of NFL Flag Philly, and he's in his 15th year of coaching tackle and flag football, rugby, lacrosse, and basketball. Congratulations, Dante. Last but not least, I want to thank my presenting sponsor, TeamSnap, the go-to app to help you have a successful spring sports season. Until next time, I'm Sean Jensen.